He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. Uh, tears in his eyes, I guess, as he, as he lines up this last shot. He's got about 195 yards left. This crowd is going deadly silent. Cinderella story out of nowhere. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! Welcome to week 119 of a Good Talk Spoiled Golf Podcast. I'm James Richardson. I'm joined as always with Barry O'Hanrahan. Hey, Barry. James, how's it going? Welcome back. Thank you very much. Um, we have a new Twitter handle starting this week. Is uh, at a Good Talk Golf. Is that correct? Yeah. We didn't change. We just changed the name on the account. We haven't like gone and started a new account. So anyone that was following us will continue to follow us unless they unfollow us. Um, in which case, don't do it. But don't do that. Don't. That's a terrible idea. Yeah, that is really, really odd. So it's a good talk golf. Just try get the the brand out there a bit better. Uh, hopefully it works. And I think once you start writing a good talk, anyway, it, it'll it pop pops up. up pretty quickly. Yeah. So. Uh, a good, uh, a good talk golf. It will take me a little bit of time to get used to that, I think. But anyway, we've had a, a lot of episodes of saying the old Twitter yeah, handle, which we're not, gonna, we're not going to say just in case we confuse the issue. But uh, yeah, no, it's but good. So you can still get us on the email, which is a good talk spoiled at gmail com. And uh, thanks for all your feedback over the last couple of weeks. And uh, I didn't play this weekend, but Barry, you played uh, the weekend just gone twice, I think. Twice, yeah. Um, Overall, a good weekend. I lost point one overall, and uh, I lost point two on Saturday, and got point one back on Sunday. Um, I had a terrible start on my round on Sunday. My last, what was it? My last seven? No, my last eleven holes. Uh, I was four under for my handicap, so I came back well after a catastrophic start. So, uh, lesson learned: don't start so poorly in future. Um, Saturday were you warmed Saturday, up or were you no I was warmed up I was oh, a, 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 a small start I was a little bit delayed because as I was about to well about 10 minutes delayed because I was swooning over a BMW i8 so uh, one of the guys in our club works for BMW and they were sponsoring an event this week um, I wouldn't name drop him Brian Downs he listens to the show so he does yeah um, he's also my playing partner that won a couple of weeks ago yeah he was loving that so uh, he drove down into the club in a BMW i8 so I uh, kind of canned my most well sorry about 10 minutes worth of my practice just to check that out which is a pretty cool car so um, no excuses I should have been down there earlier but it was a Sunday morning so whatever uh, you hit some brilliant drives uh, over the course let's let's talk on Saturday I think you clocked one up at uh, 48 yards I think off the tee on 6 was it yeah uh, was that Sunday Sunday yeah well you had one on Saturday and one on Sunday uh, which one was on Saturday Saturday was on uh, yes sorry Saturday Saturday's was with the 3 wood on the 18th and I was trying to get the ball I was trying to hit down on it to get the ball up really high and get it landing softly so you know because it was playing quite strongly downwind and you couldn't actually run through the green um I, I, I hit down a bit too soon <laughs> hit, hit the ground before the ball and the ball didn't go too far I, I think, I think it clocked in at, uh, on game golf um, which is the great thing about game golf because not only to get to you get to see all the really good shots and we which will, you we never will, fucking we comment will, we will comment about one particular good shot in a minute but it also highlights some really incredibly funny ones because you had oh, yeah. what looked like a great shank on the 8th I did uh, on Saturday, and yeah, it's I, very noticeable on game golf. It's a great thing when you look through someone's round, especially if you haven't been there and you look back. So 
even while I was away this weekend, I was still able to feel like I was playing golf because uh, I got to laugh at a few of those over the course of the weekend with you over the text messages. And this this is the great thing about game golf. It's a great, it's a good thing, and it's a curse as well at the same time. There is no hiding from it. Like you, you can't just go bullshit it. If you do, you're fooling yourself. If you're editing stuff, you know that you're editing out like, oh, I, I'm not going to put myself down for a four putt there. It was a three putt. You're only fooling yourself. So if you screw up drives, so be it. Like you've done it. You know you have a record of that. Don't do it again. Um, but it also shows if if you do make a mistake like that, it's also important because you can see on game golf where you've made up the mistakes from. Yeah. So you can kind of go, okay, well that the. The drive wasn't great, but, you know, I hit a good recovery, which was short of the bunkers, got up and down, actually made a four, whatever it is. Yeah, so yeah, you exactly. can actually still see, you know, where... And that's the thing. Like, I gave myself, on that day example, I gave myself a chance at making par. I hit a, I didn't want to actually... It was funny. I was 200 or so, 200 to the front, and I was worried about going through the green because downwind, the apron in front of the 18th green, as you know, is very fast. You can shoot through that green really quickly. So I took a five iron and got it to the front of the green, chipped on, and uh, well, I missed my putt for my par, but at least you know the the good. Like you said, the good thing is you can see that you gave yourself a chance to make yeah. up for the mistake. So so go on. We <laughs> talked about a couple of really interesting Sa- Sa- ones. Saturday but go was, on. give, give us what happened on nine on Saturday because I think you that was you, Sunday, which was the day that you hit the three hundred yard drive on the ninth, and then your eight iron. Oh, um, you hit oh, a three hundred oh, nine. Sorry. Yard I did. Drive sorry, no, no, no. The, that combination. Nine. Sorry, no. The eight iron. I hit a two hundred eight yard eight iron on the Saturday, which is. I was reading the lines. This is going to be a bit of a flyer. The wind was helping. The ground is firm. It, it the thing just you know the way it just it went like a rocket. So uh, it, it was it caught me by surprise that it went that far. So lesson learned. Uh, study a little bit more and think it out. Just those extra few seconds. I'd never in a million years have thought I would have got a nine iron there, but I guess the conditions are quite firm and fast at the moment. So. Um, figure it out next time I guess the Sunday I, kn- I knew that drive I knew clearing the water I could definitely get it far down I hit I hit a really good drive it, the best drive of the day best drive probably in about a month it was right out of the screws you know, according to Game Golf it's one of your best drives of all time it, so yeah pretty much it's all, one of your all, best yeah, all Game Golf time best, uh, um, Game yeah. Golf drives but look the, the hole was there to be taken advantage of I made my birdie so you know, I ended up with driver and wedge which is nice um, but the important thing is taking advantage of a good shot like that and making the birdie which I did so I had a good few birdies over the weekend a few bo- you know, a few bad holes so uh, overall can't really complain so uh, point one back off so that's uh, that's not a bad weekend's work no, uh, medal next week and then two rounds of the captain's prize Saturday, Sunday over the last couple this, of weekends this is of it. August so. this is peak season for us now this is just well whoever wins the next three weeks basically will go on and win golfer of the year in the club uh, so that will let, be that wrapped up <laughs> that's if we get the update um, so yeah so anyway look it's um, and I suppose it uh, it's, it's, a, it's a busy season for everybody and you know, this is definitely the time that people want to take advantage. Get onto the Game Golf system, download it onto your iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have the tags, certainly download it. It's a free app, well worth it. And you're going to be able to see pretty quickly where you need to improve over the next couple of weeks. What's really actually cool, they have, they've updated the app. So when you're editing the shots, 
you know, sometimes the, the flag might not be in the exact position it was on the green. You, when you're moving things around, there's a little dot on the screen, so you can see really accurately where you're leaving the flat, the pin. Or, oh, that's good. So you're you're really nailing it. It's live, up, was, live leaderboards and various other updates. So they're constantly yeah, yeah. changing and they're updating. And the live uh, leaderboards are really cool. We're we're gonna be talking to Dave and Game Golf actually about trying to maybe get some sort of live leaderboard thing going around the Ryder Cup. Um, We'll try to figure out some sort of format, get a, get the listeners involved. If anyone has any ideas about what we could do with that, fire them into us and we'll see can we set something up, have a bit of fun. So let's look at uh, uh, people who did actually play good golf this weekend and actually won events, um, unlike you, Barry. And the LPGA played the Rioch, uh Women's British Open at the Woburn Golf and Country Club in Milton Keynes in England. Was played over the six thousand six hundred and sixty-eight yard par seventy-two, and on Sunday, twenty-year-old Aria Jutanagaran, thank you, captured her first major title. Uh, and I didn't realize this until I read it um, over the weekend that she became the first player, male or female, from Thailand to win one of golf's major championships. She carded a final round, even par seventy-two, to win by three at sixteen under. Uh, par ahead of Miriam Lee and Mo Martin. Mo Martin just comes for these majors, and specifically, like, it's specifically the Women's British Open. It's incredible the amount of times that she just seems yeah. to be there or thereabouts uh, when it comes to the British Open. So, um, congratulations to 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 her. Most disappointing um, golf for the week has to be Miriam Lee, who started off with a sixty-two and then just kind of couldn't, just couldn't capitalize on it and get to get the win. Finished three shots back. Uh, final day 73 would be a bit disappointing but uh, the scoring was tougher on Sunday I saw a little bit of it on um, the BBC um, it was nice but obviously the, one, you know, the plans on Sunday to watch it were kind of thrown out the window by the uh, the great weather management of the PGA or their you know, lack, lack well, thereof why don't, so, we, why don't we move to the PGA Tour the last of the majors for 2016 the 98th playing of the PGA Championship um, and it was I heard about five different ways that this golf course was called by different commentators. So I know I've got um, it wrong. <laughs> I have no idea, but is it a, the the Balturzo? Uh, all like I've I've heard so many at this stage. I'm now so confused. I said Balturzo last week, and then I feel completely wrong about that. And I heard a lot of people saying Balturzo. So Balturzo. Uh, we'll go with that. It was the lower course, Beetle, Springfield, Beetle New Juice. Jersey, and uh, it was played over the seven thousand four hundred and sixty-two yard par seventy, and. Um, Probably one of the nicest guys in golf and a very deserved winner, and I don't think anybody could take it away from him, was Jimmy Walker, who went wire to wire to win its first major golf uh, event, just one shot ahead of Jason Day, and really, Jason Day really turned the screw on the 18th, uh, on the 72nd hole, to, uh, to, to eagle it, to really make Jimmy Walker have to um, make to that make, mark. To make a score, yeah. And... Uh, Let's let's talk about this event. It obviously, firstly, there was a lot of big names didn't really show up. Rory, you know, first in driving in 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 terms of you know strokes gained in driving, one hundred and fifty fourth in putting. It didn't show up, but the, there was a couple of guys who really did. Jimmy Walker, Jason Day, Brandon Grace, Matsuyama, Henrik Stenson, Martin Keimer, some big big names at the top of that leaderboard. And was it? ruined for you as an event and a spectacle because of the rain and 
No, no, not overly. We're so used to rain delays on the PGA Tour. I just, I thought it was a bit of a ball drop by them to take the risk that they wouldn't have trouble on the Saturday. I know the rain came faster than, and, and the electrical activity, which actually gets them. It's not the rain came um, faster than they anticipated, but it just, it, it, it made Sunday messy. And then to not have the redraw meant that you guys who end, you know were starting the final round maybe seven eight shots apart and it just seemed a little incohesive. I don't like the non redraw. I know mm. that they have to obviously do it for guys who are, but there's something after round three to to have a situation where at least if they just redrew the last top six last ten groups or something or whatever yeah yeah. even the last three or four groups just Mm. to have the guys who are in contention like there was guys who were playing with other guys who were six or seven shots worse off on the round three they weren't even interested in being there and it's not fair on the the players it's not fair on the uh, spectators and I actually think that we all know when we play with people, um, you know, if they're having a good day, you might have a good day. You know, people drag you along, and especially in mm. in in big events like the majors, you can see that if somebody's having a really good day, and another guy's having an absolute stinker, it just drags their game down. It takes a lot of effort and a lot of energy. And I just felt that the redraw should take place in maybe the top ten, bearing in mind that like even if the guy who went out last. In, um, has less of a time to play you yeah. just stick him out in the you know the 11th group the 11th class group and if that means that he gets like no more than half an hour to kind of run in grab a sandwich and get back out then so be it uh, I just think that it, it lacked something and it should be probably looked at a little bit better yeah it was uh, it, it was a bit messy it did feel a little just disjointed and there wasn't that kind of intensity in in the groups amongst you know the guys they should have been on the same score or you know usually one, within one shot of each other it should have been intense they should have been staring each other down and having a go at each other but they weren't there in a lot of cases they were playing with somebody who whose tournament was all, already run and uh, they were just trying to maybe lock down a top 10 or they just weren't involved to the same intensity as the guys who at the top of the leaderboard so- weren't but let's look at Jimmy Walker for a second because this is a guy who was the second youngest player to earn the Web.com Tour Player of the Year in 2004. It takes him till 2013 to win his first PGA Tour title at the Fries.com Open. Various injuries, problems, had to go back to the Web.com in 07. 187 PGA Tour starts without a win. He's now got six PGA Tour titles, and now a major. And that's all since switching to... Butch Harmon. Exactly. Who was really choked up on Sky uh, yeah. post-tournament. Post, uh, post um, like to put this in perspective, Walker averaged approximately $39,000 per PGA Tour start prior to winning the Fries.com, the first event of the 2013-2014 season. He's now averaging about $191,000 per start since his first win. This is a guy who has made changes, worked hard, and I just don't think anybody could begrudge this guy no. a major. And I think a lot of people were nearly saying, like, how has it taken this long for him to actually break through and win a major? But Butch was always talking, said a lot on the commentary on Sky Sports over the weekend, saying that he just lacked a lot of confidence. And his confidence kept, kept kept getting knocked, kept getting knocked. Butch would build him up. He won his tournaments, 
Um, and he's had this breakthrough now. It's, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see if he, he contends again or if he's just going to be one of those guys that has well, know, won his major and he might win another couple of tour events but won't win another major. My, my gut on this, and you'll probably not agree with this because we don't agree on many things, but my gut would be there is a significantly higher chance that Jimmy Walker will win another major than Danny Willis will. That, that because I just think Jimmy Walker has there's there's more about him in yeah. my opinion. Obviously, there's an age difference in the length of time on the tour and so on. But I just think that if we look at the major winners this year, and you take yeah. and they were all first time winners this year, and obviously Henrik Stenson, he, like he's been so close so long and so often. You think it ranks in order of likelihood to win another major? I, I just goes like DJ Stenson at the well, top. Well, like I think Walker DJ. Well, Willis. I'm not sure whether Stenson will go on and win. I actually think that this week was a real opportunity for him to get his second mm. because it was so close to the last one. As we all know, like so many times, you see guys in golf clubs that we all play in. They hit a bit of form. They like, and if they hit it at the right time, they win a captain's win a medal and then you never see them again on a leaderboard it just happens that there's a purple patch mm. and they do it really happen, well yeah. and I just thought that Stenson where he was still flying it onto kind of into the fourth round that I thought you know what he's the kind of guy who you wait so long and two come along at once Yeah, but yeah. will there be another but if I look at Jimmy Walker if I look at Danny Willett and what you're saying you know will he be the kind of guy who goes on and win loads more or will he be the guy who has won one is happy that he's won one and might win a few more PGA Tour events, but no more majors. I don't think he is. I think he's more likely to win more majors than Danny Willett is to win more majors. I, I, you know, I feel that neither of them win another major. Possibly. The, 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 possibly. the likelihood is, I think, I think Willett, because he's got loads more time ahead of him, has more of a chance than Walker. Walker's 37 now. Now we all know your career can stretch into the forties, and he's not. He he hits the ball miles for his age, and I'm sure he'll still be hitting it quite far in the next in five or six years' time. Um, I think Willett's got a game that that can compete in tournaments such as a, an Open Championship or even the U.S. Open. So, uh, oh, the Masters was kind of a surprise one for him to do well in. So, uh, but I I think I don't know. It's it's just so hard to call it majors these days. There's so many quality golfers out there. They can all just step up on any given week, catch the catch the right moment, get hot. Jimmy Walker was 125 to one to start of the week. I actually was contemplating backing him. One of the key things I was looking at for going into this week was driving accuracy because I knew the rough was tough. Um, the greens were supposed to be a bit firmer, but you know, in a major, you want to be playing from the fairway so you can control your golf ball. So I checked out his driving stats for the year; they were atrocious. Checked his driving stats last week in Canada; awful. Um, now it didn't matter a whole lot in Canada last week because uh, the rough wasn't as intense as it was at the US Open or sorry at the PGA and he did okay he just finished outside the top 20 but so I kind of dismissed him based on one of the key criteria I thought would would be there for the week and uh, well he booked the trend you know he said found something felt really good and he, he was solid he but was this is, so solid this is the point that a lot of watchers of golf experts in golf commentators are all saying you can now make a claim for any of the top 50 in the world oh, now sorry. I think Jimmy Walker started this week at 48 in the world and the reality is that anybody in that top 50 could come through 
and actually win the, any of the majors at this stage. Now, some obviously are more likely. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think that certain people's games suit Augusta versus other places and so on and so forth. And sometimes you've got to get the right type of, you know, Carnoustie over like St. Andrews. You're going to get very different types of courses where they move around. But you're now looking at possibly the strongest group of mm. world golfers that yeah. there probably has ever been. The deepest and widest uh, pool for sure. And where maybe 10 years ago, we obviously all would say Tiger, well, Phil and a few others. But now mm. you're looking at going, well, our, our job is harder in this podcast than it was when we per- perhaps started it, looking mm. at major winners. Because yeah. that field is so long and so deep now that we could name a dozen players that you could make a claim for winning majors. Well, look at the, the last five majors, first-time major winners. So you've got all the current major winners plus pretty much the field then. And we're still not talking about the fact that Jordan Spieth didn't win a major this year after everybody saying he was going to dominate majors for yeah. the next 20 years. We have Rory McIlroy, world number four, who had an abysmal week mm-hmm. uh, uh, with the putter. Albeit he probably could have sneaked in over the weekend if he hadn't quite done what he did Do on the Do you think he sabotaged himself on the 18th? Um, I, like, I, I don't think he does because he, I don't think he's... I, I, I don't think any sports person... That, that's like saying... Would you sabotage if, if the week before the captain's prize and you were on, you know, 9.4 and you have a chance to either stay within the buffer or get 36 points and you won't get a point one back, do you sabotage your handicap or your game on that yeah. day to get a point one back? I, no, I don't do that because no, that's, so, just, that's against so, my... So, so you're, you're, you're an amateur player but, playing in your own course... And all you're looking I at don't, is your I don't number. think the analogy is quite a, a perfect one right there. He, like, if Rory sticks that approach out on the green and makes eagle, all of a sudden he's not that far back. But the fact that he was going to make par and be, what was it, 10 or 11 shots back instead of possibly 8 or 9 shots back, he think that's a surmountable thing. But he got down into the rough and he made this, like, weak ass attempt to get out of it. And the second attempt was pretty poor. I think think it's a very strong comment to make that he... Because what you're basically saying is he deliberately fluffed those shots so that he didn't... Well, you can't say... I don't know whether he consciously fluffed them or whether it's just because he's so dejected at his performance that manifests itself in a couple of shitty shots. I know, but hold on now. Sorry, hold on. He's not playing well, but he's just smoked... A drive yeah. on seventeen. He's just got the birdie he needs. He thinks he needs his, he needs another one. He absolutely smokes the driver off the tee on eighteen. Yeah. You know he's obviously going for it. I think that if you're talking about it, and and maybe it's not what you meant, but what you said a minute ago was, do you think that he sabotaged? Not his not score for a, on eighteen, not, not his, to be around. No, not for his second shot. But once he missed the green, did he then think it just did the shoulders just go? And that manifested himself in him executing a couple of. I, I, I don't think shots. he can be world number four and be a you know what a four time major winner and yeah, be a previous world number one and have the mentality of I could take the weekend off here and just go if I duff this chip. I think he was genuinely going for it. I think that he he was clearly looking at just getting it on the green on the basis that he still thought he, he had birdie. to get the birdie. Yeah. So. Unlike Jimmy Walker, if we flip that for a second, had to get it. and we look at Jimmy Walker yeah, on eighteen yeah, yeah. on the seventy-two, he's looking at anywhere on that green mm-hmm. because he's backing himself to two putt that for a par. Mm-hmm. So he knows what he has to do. So he's not if if Jimmy Walker 
had to birdie the 18th to he either get, he stay gets a, in he gets a bit or more stay huge, yeah. Now you're looking at him having to be really delicate. Mm. And, and, and this course was set up to make the pros look bad at times in the chip shots around the greens. Like, it was tough, rough. Yeah, it was down, tricky. You know, and the elevation from where Rory was to the green it's was quite a distance. It's probably nine or ten foot, wasn't it? So, it's not as easy as I think. And I no, definitely don't not. think that any of the pros... I think maybe... Look, you know, I had my issues with Stenson a few weeks ago at, at the, the US Open. When he, he didn't but, show but up. he didn't show up. Yeah. He just didn't show up. And then he, he faked an injury, basically, to not have to return and not get fined. But I don't think that Rory... But I also think that someone like Rory McIlroy, we've seen it over the last number of years. He can have a stinker like that. He can play pretty badly for two rounds. And come back. And, and then all of a sudden, he goes out early on Saturday, and he blitzes a 63 or a 64. And he backdoors He top goes five. right top 10. And yeah. then on Sunday, he goes out and you know has a decent enough round and finishes top five. He mm. did it at the British or the Open yeah, Championship. Yeah. You know, he wasn't really in contention. Obviously, no, none of them were. But he ends up with the top five. And I just think for a guy like him, where the major was gone, I think his aim would be to try and close the gap with Jason Day and become world number one again. And he can't do that if he misses cuts. That's true. Yeah. I, it's just, it's so, as a fan of his, it's so disheartening to see him struggle so, so much with the putter. You know, relative to the field, again against you or me, he's still a phenomenal putter. But against the field, he is just dying. But you can you cannot have a game. You cannot, for him, he cannot accept a situation where he streaks like that. You know, you cannot go being number one off the tee and 154th in putting in strokes gained. You know, player of his abilities, world number four, four-time major winner. Yeah, he's got to be stepping up, and he's got to he's got to take a he's got what two three weeks off now. He's got to take a long look at himself and actually say, "I need somebody to come in and help me with this." Because if this means that I have to go with a different type of putter, mm-hmm. if I have to change to a mallet, if I have to do this, or he just has to go out and play with a few mates and just stand on the green until he sinks like ten thirty footers and go, "Yeah, okay, I'm back." Mm-hmm. But something has to go to Bob Rotella. Talk to somebody, because his career ain't gonna go nowhere unless he can get that putting sorted. Because we're talking about this again. What six weeks ago we were talking about it? Four weeks we were we were talking about it. It's a recurring theme. Um, yeah. And we look at Tiger Woods back in the day, which was you know when he dominated. He dominated on the greens. He he dominated in the short game, and he dominated yeah. it with the putter. And look, he was the guy who held those. 35 footers at times when you go there's a 4% chance of this going in oh wait it's Tiger Woods he's just held it to win the tournament on the 72nd and we see Jason Day holding these bombs all the time and listen let's let's like while we're on the subject of putting let's highlight somebody who actually probably should you know arguably could have won or tied for the lead because you know because of his putting that wasn't good enough and that's Matsuyama he think he hit 26 of the last 28 greens, and he he wasn't just hitting the greens. He was giving himself eight footers, ten footers, twelve footers, fifteen footers, like so many chances from inside a 20 foot. He missed like three and four footers, and they weren't he, even like 15 foot from the wrong side oh no. downhill. Oh, he's they looking break, at, like they were looking got, straight up the hill, fairly straight. Green light specials, and they were. It was bad. It was bad. You felt. I felt so bad from, and you're. 
you just knew when he was on looking over the one in eighteen, like golf is such a cruel bitch at times. He's going to hold this, and but of he course, in it went. There was definitely a moment of a guy who got the yips halfway through the round because he was pulling it, he was pushing it, he was hurt. like it, everything was going wrong. Yeah. Like and it was nearly like you nearly want to bring him behind the toilet, give him a slap across the face, and go go on pack out there now because you needed to shake him, you needed to wake him up to say. You know, stop thinking about it. And I'd say, if you were inside his head, for every hole after that, he's going, I might push this, I might pull this, yeah, am yeah. I going to actually do it? Am I going, like, it just... And you could see how deliberate he was getting because because he was nervous about it, he was getting more and more deliberate, which causes you to tense up, which causes you to hit worse putts, and it's just a vicious cycle. Uh, look, what's what's the fix? I don't know. He'll, he'll figure it out. You know, if he keeps striking the ball like that, he'll have a week where he has an average putting week and he'll he'll just blitz the field. And and, and this is this shows what you need to win a major, to win big events. You need to is You have to have everything in, you know, you don't need to be the longest off the tee. We've seen that over the last number of years. You don't have to be. You can be the plotter who works their way around the course. But the big difference is who is the guy who is in, going to end up holding those 15 footers for mm. birdies and eagles and that, pars and, and pars yeah. and pars and you know and, and that was like we looked at uh, you know Jimmy Walker's a great example of that over the course of Sunday like how many 6-8 footers was he holding for pars yeah. to just trundle along still one ahead one ahead one ahead one ahead and it was the same in like the second and third first and second round as well like there were so many 20 or 30 footers he drained that just and it just builds so much momentum and confidence and you you knock one of them down, you knock another one down, and all of a sudden, then you save a six-footer for par when you're in a little bit of trouble, and you've just got this momentum, you just feel unbeatable when you're putting like that, and he had one of those great weeks where his ball strike was really good, he was number one for scrambling, you know, he matched that to somebody who, to, you know, whose putting was well as well, he's going to be really tough to beat, and it turns out he was very tough to beat. Now, one of the things, I was listening to the No Lingo podcast, the guys made a really good point, Chris and uh, Kyle Porter of CBS. They were saying this golf course was kind of boring. It did, didn't, whatever happened on Sunday, it just didn't lend itself to any excitement. I don't know, there weren't, they were saying, they had a really good point, they were saying there weren't enough kind of par three and a half holes, like the par threes weren't tough enough to cause possible bogeys. And, he's, and of course, the two finishing par fives were a great idea, but you almost needed something in the middle of the course to give somebody a possible another leap or injection to their score. Like a par five around the ninth or tenth would have well, been ideal to to help somebody maybe have an eagle chance in the middle of the round because all the excitement was saved until the end and the tournament kind of stalled until Jason Day goes and makes that eagle. Yeah, I, you see, this is the issue that I had with the tournament and. I see where they're coming from. Now, I think the weather didn't lend itself to that because they all hit yeah. bombs of uh, drivers because they knew it wasn't going to roll out. So mm-hmm. they knew if the, the bunker was, you know, 320, 330, they were like, I can just absolutely lash it uh, at my driver because it's not going to roll yeah. on. Um, which perhaps previously they may have been thinking if it was a little firmer, you're now thinking, I'm going to have to hit three wood, I'm going to be laying up a little bit, you know. So mm-hmm. there may have been those occasions. The thing that I found that it didn't lend itself to the whole thing was that uh, nobody made a move. Jimmy Walker plodded along just making par after par after par after par. He didn't make a birdie until the 11th hole, I think. And that was the only time that they... And and to to make... When he made that birdie, he went two ahead. Um, If somebody had made a play for him in the first five or six holes, 
And all of a sudden, you know, there's a guy who's like, you know, if Jason Day or Matsyam or Stenson or Kime or Jordan Speed, somebody out of the field came trundling up with a mm. big kind of 62 or 61. But and all didn't. of a sudden they're looking over his shoulder at the first 12, uh, 11 holes going... Oh shit! Oh well, I'm, oh, I'm still one ahead. Oh, that's fine. Nobody's making a move. And which, this is the thing, no, which then didn't give it any urgency. We usually associate the PGA with people making a move. Like the one person who did make a move was just a little bit too far back to start with. It was Brandon Grace, who was four under for his round, missed a few good chances. But the thing was like, but just there, to say there, that, there, but there Brandon Grace finished with a sixty-seven in the end. Yeah. Same, same as Jimmy Walker, same as Jason Day. Like in Six. the top in the top ten, there was only two sixty-sixes. They yeah. were the lowest that were coming in. Now, that's obviously the course and the conditions and so on. But nobody broke in that group nobody after us. round three that said, I'm going to go out here. And I think that it may have... Because Jimmy Walker talked afterwards about, hey, look, I was nervous. You know, of course I was nervous. Mm. You know, I was nervous on every shot, every thinking, because I'm looking at this going, this is a major opportunity but to win no, a major. nobody could tie him. But nobody put, put more pressure on him. If somebody, if Jason Day had gone to minus 13 for argument's sake on the 8th yes now all of a sudden Jimmy Walker's 6 footers are a little bit more testing for parts of course they are but these guys didn't they failed to do it and that's why I think it failed as a tournament for me as a spectacle because nobody put the pressure so there was nothing going on I think the problem was I think the problem was the way the way the course ended up was the holes weren't too easy but they weren't too hard either so there weren't enough bogeys out there and there weren't enough birdies out there Sorry, the birdies were there. The guys just didn't bloody make them. But there weren't like there weren't enough, let's say, swing holes, you know. Or you know, yeah, they also changed the pin placements for Sunday from what they originally yeah. had planned to. If we get a lot more rain, they're all in high positions. Say, they're all in high. So Harder there was definitely probably a few holes that they went. We're going to stick that pin on Sunday right behind that bunker because that's going to be a nasty mm-hmm. mother effort of a uh, of a pin. And then they went, oh, the weather's so bad, we're going to have to put it now centre-back left, which made it... And that's what really annoyed me even more, yeah. that probably the tough pin positions weren't there, which meant that why wasn't there a player that actually said... Like any of the guys who were kind of from 10 to 15 or kind of 7 to, to 20 down in the after round three, they should have just been going, do you know what, I can go and just fire it at the pins because the pop, I don't the need to be so. trundling along here You've, these pins are all at the back of the green you you go five yards too long like we saw with Stenson late on his round he's got a double bogey and there's like there's no chance of saving bar because you're playing short sides to a down you know downhill uh, a de- downward facing green or green is face sloping away from you you're, you're goosed but um, that was a problem like yeah they, I'm sure the PGA had designs on having pins in nice bowls collection areas of the bowl will all be sweeping towards it and you're getting guys at tapping birdies and things like that on the Sunday. Well, you just kind of hope to just, make it a spectacle. It you need some guy to come with a 61, 62, 63. Yeah. And who is going to put pressure and make Jimmy Walker a little bit nervous over the first few. Because if he's more nervous over the first couple of six-footers for pars, then all of a sudden he might miss one. Now that's a bogey. Now all of a sudden we're talking kind of Matsuyama territory shit. Now all of a sudden he starts thinking, and then all of a sudden it becomes exciting. I think the most exciting thing about this major was the fact that Ricky Fowler on Snapchat is still just absolutely a legend. He is just hilarious. Ripping Jordan Speed to shreds. I, well, I don't think Jordan Speed stayed with them this time, but uh, it was with uh, uh, Smiley Kaufman again. Yeah. And just it's just the piss heck. They It's like, if you ever get bored, just go onto Snapchat and watch Ricky Fowler's Snapchat thing. Uh, I'm not on Snapchat, but it's my great. wife is, and she shows it to me. 
but it's um it it was I think you're right it lost a lot of pop over the course of the week end um, and uh, it's not going to be one I think also the other sad thing about this was it came so hot on the heels of the Open Championship final rounds between you know and that itself everybody was still on a high it's like a that. pebble versus a mountain in um, terms of what like its influence like this will be forgotten so fast by well, Jimmy Walker, Walker. Walker. No, um, and, and I think you know fair play to him because he is a good guy I thought his interviews were superb and um, the fact that he you know right in the middle of it looked up and was kind of given the thumbs up to to Butch um, mm. in the commentary box and um, it's also great because I think it's nice to see different winners and, and he's a guy who deserves it He's a good guy. I saw him do the um, you know the zone thing that Sky had at the Open by the driving range, oh, and yeah. the guy has an awful lot more personality than he might appear to just being there on in front of your TV screen. I so, said Charmin said the worst bit thing about this is he's probably not going to get rid of that stupid beard. Beards, <laughs> uh, beards, beards rule at the moment. You know, Beef has proven that with his monstrosity. Well, a, a guy who I really hope. For the Ryder Cup being in the US, like I just want to see Beef make that team. Um, I'd love just, to see Beef versus Patrick Reed in the singles. Uh, no, I'd like to see the two of them in an eat off. Like it should be like a, <laughs> a New England crab, uh, crab claw, you know, eat off or something. Um, so look, uh, let's look at the week that is coming in. The LPGA is taking place at the Canadian Pacific Women's Open. It's being played in Calvary, Alberta, in Canada. Played over the 6,681-yard par 72. Lydia Co. defends. Uh, do we have any betting on this, or will we move on to the European tour? Uh, I will go well, the European tour now. The European tour is uh, playing the Aberdeen Asset Management Paul Larry match play. It's going to be played at the Archerfield Lynx Golf Club in North Berwick in Scotland, who will be the 6,978-yard par 72. And this is the one that Alfie Barner-Rat last year won, but he isn't defending as he's not playing this no, year. The field is pretty weak in this. It is pretty weak. and uh, it's, it's at a bad time. It's the week after a major. It's the week before the Olympics. The FedEx Cup... But you know what he's going to the Olympics. <laughs> what? The FedEx Cup is coming up as well. Guys are taking this opportunity to take a break. As Phil Mickelson said, he goes, I've never had three weeks off in the middle of a season. Now, he, he just missed out making the Olympic qualification and would have gone, but... Um, allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, look, we, we don't really know, but... Um, it, it, it is it's, pretty it's, poor. It is. And look, it's... Uh, it'll be nice to see a bit of match play on the TV. I like my, I, I like watching my golf match play. Um, it wets the beak for the uh, for the, uh, the, the Ryder, Ryder Cup. Cup exactly, uh, and that's probably about as much as he can say for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suppose then, look, let's let's move on to the final uh, event next week, which is at the PGA. Uh, it's the Travelers Championship. It's at the P- TPC River Highlands in Cromwell, Connecticut. It's going to be played over the six thousand eight hundred and forty-one yard par seventy in Bubba Watson defends. And uh, do we have betting on this one? That I do. I can't find... I'm not even an odds checker can I find odds on the uh, Ladies Canadian Open. So maybe the market's not up yet. Um, just briefly on the match play, the market leaders will give you the top five or six here. Chris Wood is 14-1, uh, to one, Matthew Fitzpatrick 16-1, to one, alongside Alexander Noren. 
Lorapo Bal twenty two to one, Shinquin twenty five to one alongside Nico Illinen and uh, the rest of the field are twenty eight to one and eight. Um, fun thing you can do actually is uh, you know a couple of accumulators, back a couple of matches, doubles and trebles throughout the week. That's a uh, that's a good fun way to do it. It's very difficult to call the winner of a match play tournament from the very beginning. So uh, if you do, more power to you. And very great selection. Um, the Travelers Championship is. Bubba at the top of the market. He's twelve to one. Uh, Brooks Kepka is fourteen to one. Interesting. Brooks's ankle must be feeling well, feeling pretty okay after uh, he I think he did some ligament damage to his ankle or his Achilles tendon. Um, I don't know about that. But uh, yeah, played very well last week. Just could not get it going in the final round. Couldn't hold a push like like a lot of the guys who were challenging. Um, so Brooks and Brandon Grace are both fourteen to one. Patrick Reed is eighteen to one. Matt Kuchar twenty. Zach Johnson twenty-five to one, as uh, are Paul Casey and John Ram. Webb Simpson's thirty to one. JB Holmes thirty-three to one, along with Jim Furyk and Daniel Berger. Louis Oosthuizen thirty-five to one. Mark Leishman forty to one, and the rest of the field are forty-five to one and out. My pick this week. If you're having one, go ahead. Patrick Harrington. Who had a superb uh, week last week? Um, Putter was working for him. Yeah, um, nice to see him. Top thirteen, I think thirteenth in the end. He's uh, he's just been buzzing ever since the he got you know the, the Olympics got locked in and he was selected. He he's you can see the attitude is great. Um, one of my friend, one of our friends, Stephen O'Connor, uh, Sock three hundred pointed out that Harrington has the longest three foot avoidance on a streak on tour, one hundred seventy five holes. So. He'll definitely have one of the first this week. Yeah, no, I think it's a good shout. Yeah. Uh, it's a really good shout. And um, I'm going to just watch, sit back and watch it, to be honest. Um, I haven't done any real betting for quite some time in, in, in golf, but um, just enjoying watching it rather than uh, anything else. A um, few uh, few golf outings for, for... We're playing Saturday in the medal, late. I think this is going to be the latest we've ever gone off in a medal. Yeah. Two, two by choice, yeah, we're not, it's not 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 um, allocated tea times. So you're a, you're. A, I'm at a wedding on Friday, so yeah, we're uh, yeah, we're yeah. gonna have a yeah a, a, a late late lie in and yeah. uh, then get to the club for. Two. You're still gonna come down and reeking of whiskey, I'd say. Uh, who knows, Barry? Who knows? But look, uh, well, I'll not, I'll not, I'll not go onto my paddy power app and back you. If, well, that's <laughs> if you, if I'm more than happy to uh, take home the August uh, medal. So look, um, that that that's pretty much it. That's the week that was and the week that's coming in. If you're playing, um, you know, enjoy it. Our new Twitter handle is a good talk golf. A good talk golf, and uh, you will. Anybody who is already following us doesn't need to do anything. But anybody who is new to the podcast, uh, welcome. And that is the new Twitter handle. A good talk spoiled at gmail.com. You'll get us on Gamebook as well. Download the app; it's really worth it. And uh, the iTunes. What did I say? Gamebook. Oh well, that too. Gamebook is good too. We're on that. Uh, we are on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, haven't used it in a while. But uh, we will do the Game Golf. Uh, is the one that I meant originally. And um, get onto the iTunes. Uh, give us a rating on that, and uh, we will talk to you all again next week with a look forward to the Olympics. <laughs> Bye-bye, huh? Well, goodbye. Bye-bye.